Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Thursday, and you know what that means? That means the three amigos. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome. Really excited for segment number three, and that I'm still breathing. Yeah, you still breathe. <laughs> you, you, you sound your color is back. That was really noticeable to me. So that's good. And Dion, how are you? Howdy, doing great. Ready for round three. I'm happy to see Matt here. Hope he's feeling better. If you go back to the beginning of the video and you watch the intro, it looked like he was about to die. So <laughs> good job sticking with it, Matt. Oh, uh, guys. So what? Sometimes I get comments on videos that are just too long for me to respond to. Uh, so I'm going to read you a comment. Uh, I have collected some data around it to kind of answer the question, but I'd love to see what you guys think about this question. So you guys ready? Yes. Yep. Here we go. Uh, with so many clickbait videos pronouncing pending economic collapse, it is so refreshing to hear, refreshing to hear the unvarnished truth from a knowledgeable source about where the economy and the housing market really are from a historical perspective. I am very curious to hear your opinion about how much the current inflationary environment is due to an increase in customer or consumer demand. After adjusting for inflation, is the consumer demand above pre-pandemic levels? Also, why didn't the trillions that the Fed spent during the Great Recession have a similar impact on inflation? Are we just looking at the perfect storm at this point? So there's a lot in that. I've collected some data, but when you guys get questions like that, what are your thoughts first? Who wants to jump in first? Cut and paste my son to you, Mike. <laughs> Mike, this is for you. I'm an economist. What the hell? Watching the wrong channel. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you how to fit a fetzer valve. <laughs> no idea what that is. Yeah. The rest <laughs> of it, forget it. No, I mean, I, you know, I look at something like that and I just say. It, when you go, when you're in the market and you're living the market every day, right? There's things that feel different. Mm -hmm. It feels different. Yeah. You know, there is, I talk to far more brokers and bankers now than I ever used to. Mm -hmm. And so I'm having conversations with these guys of what are you seeing? 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 Are you seeing? And they're still telling me, Five offers, seven offers, nine offers, 11 offers. Um, they're still telling me no inventory under 500K. Um, rents are still going up. Um, every single time I go and I put something out there, they want to put some crazy number on it. And sometimes it sells and sometimes it doesn't. So these are the things that we're still hearing. Now, the challenge is, is that you try and look in your crystal ball and guess, right? Guess when you think that the music's going to stop. It's impossible. No one's ever going to be perfect. See, a new, see, Dan's got the crystal ball. He's ready. So I think that, you know, when you look at that stuff, to me now, because I was investing and living through the Great Recession, this still feels nothing like that. Oh, yeah. Not even close. Not even close. Not even close. This feels a lot more like 06 than it does 07 or 08 or 05. Probably 05, yeah. 05, yeah. 05, yeah. yeah. All right. Dion, what, when, when you get something like that, what are your thoughts? There's a lot in there. So I don't usually text when we're doing videos, but I took notes to myself so I wouldn't forget because my memory. Uh -huh. um, two major things. The way that, because I saw this comment, the, uh, the first question is, what is different between all the money that was printed or created the last time and this time? Why did the last time not have such an inflationary um, impact. 
was last time money was given to corporations and, and people expected a trickle-down effect, whereas if cor corporations could employ people, we'd recover. Mm -hmm. This time it was given to people. So that's the big difference between last time and this time. The second thing that really causes the inflation is consumer confidence is through the roof. Three years ago, if you went back to 2018, 19, and you told people, how much money do you have in reserves? People would say, well, I don't, I don't have, the average person doesn't have reserves, can't handle a $400 expense without going into debt. And, and how, so are you going to finance the boat? Are you going to finance the trip? Are you going to do all these things? Most people wouldn't. There, there, we had all these videos out on, this is how you get rid of credit card debt. Because what if you can't work? What if something happens and your company shuts down? Well, then 2020 happens and something happens where almost every company shuts down and everybody got money. We had forbearance. We had, you can't be evicted. We have, here's stimulus, unemployment, extra unemployment, extended unemployment, like free money. Confidence in our lifetimes has never been this high. That doesn't mean people are out there having consumer confidence to spend because prices are going up. I'm saying people will make big decisions expecting the government to catch them if the whole world falls apart. So that's why we're seeing inflation like we are now. Yeah. And to that, we had to bribe people to come back to the workplace. We had McDonald's giving $50 if you would just show up for the interview. Chick-fil-A is starting desk workers, you know, front desk workers out at $18 an hour. So wage inflation happened. So um, was it PPI went up. So it costs more to do things. So we're going to see more inflation. Uh, I don't see it going away anytime soon. And part of that is because the demand. You nailed it in your video the other day where you basically called all of us out. We've all been saying for a long time, we don't have enough supply. There's just not enough houses, but the demand is there because the transactions are happening. Well, it's the same thing with cars. I mean, yeah, there's a chip shortage, but everybody's buying cars. People are confident to go out and rack up a new car payment because if my company gets shut down because of whatever world crisis happens, I'll get extra unemployment. I'll get stimulus. I can't be evicted. That's thoughts that just never existed before. People used to keep ounces of gold at their house in case they couldn't get to the bank. People in the uh, in Russia right now are learning that you want to have some cash because when there's a run on the banks, that's not where the cash is going to be. Um, and in the United States now, we don't have that fear. We've got this big cushion safety net sitting there that might not be there the next time, but mentally we saw it here this time. Factually, people yeah. did not lose their houses. People got forbearance. People couldn't be evicted. Um, so off my soapbox, that's why I see more inflation coming. Yeah, so there's there's a couple of things that were in this question. And again, I only can say this because I've been studying the consumer forever. Uh, the consumers move together, but they don't move as fast as you expect. So I went, I went back and collected three metrics from 2019, 2020, and 2021 to highlight the movement. And if you look at these at a daily or monthly level, it probably you probably wouldn't see it. But when you look at yearly, so for example, total consumer spending in the United States in 2019, pre-pandemic, pre-free money, all that stuff, $51.5 trillion. I rounded to the first decimal. 2020, the world shuts down in March. Consumer spending falls, but not by nearly as much as you think. It falls to 50.6. So call it 2%. 
the world is in a better spot in 2021. Not only do we make up what we didn't spend in 2019, we also have free money. We spend $54.5 trillion or almost 8% higher than 2020. So the consumer, the consumer can be scared, but when they're scared, they don't, they don't go back that much, right? 2%. Now let's talk about savings because that is very telling. The savings rate, the average savings rate in America in 2019 was 17.3%. These are December numbers because they report a monthly. So I randomly picked December. 2020's savings rate, December was 14%. Guys, in April, it was 32. April is 32. So we doubled our savings rate. The consumer was scared. When they are scared, they don't shop, they save. Also, stores were closed, so they could probably couldn't spend as much. Lo and behold, we end the year 2021. Savings rate is 8.2%. It has since fallen from that, but we are not yet back to 2019. So again, think about this. 2020, spending down, savings up. Americans are afraid. The world doesn't blow up. We figure it all out. We spend like crazy. Drunken sailors in 2021. Spending goes up 20%, 54.5 trillion, and our savings go down. And oh, by the way, I was going to pull up the credit information. It would have told a similar story. Credit would have been down in 2020, would have been up in 2021, but I don't have the numbers. And then finally, housing. One rental at a time stuff, residential housing. We sold 5.34 million homes in 2019, pre-pandemic. 2020, kind of had a couple of slow months, but we still sold 5.64 million homes. Remember, the consumer is scared. 2021, 6.18 million homes. Stop saying we have an inventory problem. We have a goddamn demand problem. Interest rates are too low, uh, too much money, too, excess savings, this, that, the other thing. It's not a, it's, it's a demand problem, right? We have days on market that used to be six. I, I interviewed a team from Miami, 2019 inventory or days on market, six months. Today, days on market, 18. The supply is there. It just gets gobbled up in 18 days instead of six months. Folks, interest rates are too low. They need to go up. They need to go up. They need to go up. The Fed is late. They're in a box. Stagflation at this point is the best we can hope for. Uh, I don't feel good about that either. It's, it's just going to be bad. They got to rip the Band-Aid off, and I don't think they're going to. So again, there's a lot in this question. What I would tell someone is the consumer moves in mass, but they don't move as fast as you think. There's a like a six-month lag. The Fed gives us all this money. We're like, whoa, yee-ho, what's going on? Whoa, whoa. And we spend it later. So that's what I would say to all of this. Does that make sense, Dion? Yeah, I, I follow that 100%. I, th I, th I absolutely think it's a demand issue. I don't know that higher rates are the solution. I think what we need is more clickbait videos that say there's a crash coming. So okay. everybody else backs off. And so there's more um, deals for us. I like it. That's right. I'm going to put crash in the headline for this video. There you go. Crash, crash, crash. I'll, I'll put it in there three times. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Is that what my rant makes sense? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that I think that 
I would not want to own retailers this year. No kidding. Dude, I've reported this morning, what? BJ Wholesales, Victoria's Secrets. There was a couple more bad numbers. There, yeah, it's it's going to be, be bad all year. Yes. It's going to be bad all year for all of these retailers. And I think there's going to be a lot of discretionary stuff that's going to be bad as well. Because people are going to be spending... 450 a gallon for gas instead of 220 a gallon for gas. Oh, and their rents went up 20%, right? There's a hierarchy of needs. I need yep. a shelter, I need water, food, shelter, gas. Yep. And oh by the way, suddenly discretionary income's not there. I can't shop at Nordstrom's and or Victoria's Secrets or Big Lots or whatever it is. Yeah, consumer spending is going to be bad. Na- yeah, it's going to be a nasty year for retailers, I think. I agree with that. Guys, thank you for doing this with me today. A little bit of ranting for me. I apologize. Matt, how can people find you? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube and Lumberjack Landlord on Instagram. And Dion, how about you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Awesome. Thanks, guys.